Off the Balls League of Ireland podcast. Now only one place to start on this week's Off the Ball League of Ireland podcast and it's with Dundalk's exit from the Europa League last night at Tallis Stadium. No wins for Dundalk in their six European matches this season and their European dream is over for another year. I watched the action at Tallis last night. Dundalk won Slovan Bratislava 3. That is a 4-1 aggregate win for the Slovakian League champions. And Dundalk's European dream is over for another year. The opening goal came in the 12th minute after a devastating counter-attack. Andrew Spurrers crossed from the right fan Rafael Rato and he headed to the net. The second was in the 33rd minute. Andy Boyle's header was short for his goalkeeper Gary Rogers and Alexander Kavrik nicked in to make it 2-0 on the night. That was the half-time score. Dundalk got one back with 20 minutes remaining and a brilliant goal too. Dane Massey's good play down the left eventually found Michael Duffy who Lashed his shot into the bottom corner with the help of the wet pitch. Dundalk then won and missed a penalty. Michael Duffy shot handballed in the box. Patrick Huben's effort saved up by the goalkeeper of grief. And as Dundalk pushed, they needed three more goals. Slovan scored an injury time through substitute Eric Daniel to make a 3-1 to them on the night and 4-1 on aggregate. Dundalk's attention will quickly turn back to domestic matters though with a seven-point lead to defend in the league and involvement still in the FAI Cup and the League Cup on their agenda. Yeah, of course, still loads to play for for Dundalk with this league game against Finn Harps on Friday. The League Cup semi-final at Oriel Park against Bohemians on Monday. That seven-point lead in the league with a game in hand and also, of course, the FAI Cup to come. A tough draw, probably the toughest draw they could have got, bar maybe against Shamrock Rovers. Away to Derry City, a really, really informed Derry City with David Parkhouse up front. That is some draw for Dundalk to go and uh, try and, of course, continue their quest to retain the FAI Cup. Now we're going to have lots of interviews over the next few minutes. In a few minutes we'll hear from John Gill, from Sean Gannon, from Patrick Huben and also from our League of Ireland expert Shane Keegan. But first I've been getting the reaction of the Dundalk head coach Vinnie Pert. Bitterly disappointed. You've got to take that one on the chin. I have, uh, I work to a high standard and I believe in, in getting to playoffs at very minimum this club but the standard is going up. It's going up every single year. You see Celtic being knocked out tonight. Um, it's just the way it goes. It's it's very difficult. Got to take it on the chin. But ultimately, my job now is to make sure we're back here, make sure we win our league, and 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 ultimately, that's all we can we can do is get back here. And the more we're regularly in these situations, then I'd like to think we can learn from them. Yeah, the press box here in Tala has a really good view of everything. It's behind your dugout, and you seemed when your team was attacking very quickly to be worried about the counter attack. I could see by your body language you were saying to your players, "Get back!" And that's where a couple of goals came from, and that's the danger these teams have. And your team, unfortunately, had a lot of good attacking stuff, but that led to defensive stuff where they had space. Yeah, I think defensively tonight, I don't think we were at our very, very best, particularly in the first half. Second half, then I think Sean Hall gave us that recovery pace and it made a bit of a difference, and we made that change in the in the tie. Um, and ultimately, like. You, we have in the two ties we've run against a very very good goalkeeper who's made some big big saves um, and where you know we were beaten by a better side over the two legs but we've, we've met a, a top class goalkeeper so uh, we've got to take that one on the chin And um, but ultimately we've got to defend a couple of situations better in the first half and I felt we needed three tonight I think there was goals in that team I think there's goals in both teams I think in one sense, there's a lot of similarities in terms of attack, attack, attack. So, uh, just disappointed then that we got done and that killer one was the second one. Yeah, we spoke yesterday about trying not to concede the first away goal and then the second one goes in and, you know, there's still probably two-thirds of the match left to play. What are you thinking at that stage and at halftime? There was a really good stuff at the weekend about Jim Gavin and what he might have sent to the Dubs footballers when they were losing at halftime in their match and they had such a blistering second half. You guys get a goal back and, you know, if Patrick scores the penalty, I suppose... You never know. Yeah, who knows? If John scores the header over and over there, who knows? But I think we changed things a little bit. And we went, to, we changed our shape, um, and we were just a little bit, uh, just dominated the ball in midfield a little bit more. So 
we ch- made some changes. We gave them a little bit more belief, and but at the same time, um, I don't think I don't think the three one reflects the whole game. Uh, their counter attack was excellent tonight, and um, we knew that we knew that coming into the game, and and that's the difference in, of the levels. And um, I think over the two ties, we probably created the same amount of chances as them. They've taken four ultimately, and we've only taken one, and that's that's what costs you at this level. How hard is it to pick your team for these big games? And you've got big games to come with this match on Finn Harps, you've got Bowes, you've got Derry in the Cup, but like McElhenney coming off the bench, Sean Hoare coming off the bench, Daniel Kelly didn't play, George Kelly only played a few minutes, and others. How hard is it to pick your team and maybe to tell the players, the good players who aren't playing, that they're not playing? Yeah, listen, it's very difficult. And people will, people, like, the one thing I have to do, and we, all the management have to do, is ignore the noise from the outside. The world has got noisier and noisier now. Social media, everyone is an expert on the game. Um, you know, there's certain things that go on behind the scenes that no one will ever know in terms of fellas with niggles and different personal issues and stuff like that. I'm not saying that's the case tonight, I just mean over a season. So um, it is difficult, it, it is difficult. But um, to be honest with you, if we didn't have the squad the size we've had, we wouldn't be where we are today. You know, we're, we're seven points clear with a game in hand, we're in a cup semi final and we're in the FEI Cup and we've been in the third round of the Europa League that's only because of the size of our squad we've been decimated with injuries this year particularly centrally and it's taken us a while to fix that so um, I think the size of the squad is a benefit and it's it's something that uh, you know huge credit must go to the club because we wouldn't be where we are today before it I know everybody you know was hoping that yourself included in making the playoff maybe making the group stages too and the owners of the club peak peak six the same is their deal to try and get further in Europe each year do they want the club to go further do they want the club to make Europe, you know, group stages again yeah, of course I mean um, it's not it's not a, you know, a red line issue anything, anything like that it's, it's a drive it's a hunger it's a, it's a passion of mine it's theirs it's all of everybody that operates in the club want to be in this stage um, luck plays no part in it um, so uh, I'm not saying anything about luck but at the same time the, the the winner of this tie had to play either Ajax or Pauklak, you know. So it's not, it's not easy. It's you need to draw to go your way. You need people to be playing at the highest, highest level, and you need big moments to go your way. We, the first goal goes in, and it's it, it looks like a clear foul, and and you know little things like that. Again, not making excuses. We were beaten by the better side tonight, so we take that one on the chin. And uh, peak six. And, and the other owners are very, very committed to this and I don't see that changing anytime soon. It's not, it wasn't going to change on tonight's result. One player wasn't in the squad tonight, Vinny, was Dean Jarvis. Very important where he was or where he wasn't. Can you clarify, is he still with the club or what happened with him? No, like, I, I won't clarify anything other than to say uh, we've never, ever commented on anything internal. There's internal issues go on in every club. Um, you know, there seems to be a drive now for everyone knowing everything. Um, you know, I've seen Jurgen Klopp today say um, his goalkeeper was out for a couple of weeks doesn't seem to be acceptable in Ireland to say a couple of weeks anymore. You nearly need to give the timeline. So uh, we've, been, we've, we've, like any other club, we've internal issues. We've dealt with it, and Dane will train with us on Thursday. And as simple as that. And lastly, league game Friday, league cup semi final Monday, FAI Cup semi final against Derry to come. So uh, lots to go for your players and yourself and the fans and everybody to, to keep going with three trophies still there to go for. Yeah, listen, losing tonight's a first world problem. We're 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 exactly where we want to be. Um, you know, we'll take this one and hurt for a couple of days and. Just gotta, I've always lived off the mantra tomorrow tomorrow is what makes me better um, if we'd have won tonight I wouldn't have been happy I'd have went in tomorrow to fix things we've lost so I, I even I'm more unhappy and I've got to go in tomorrow and fix things and that's what we'll do and we'll drive to be um, where we should be and where we, we want to get to Love that Vinny, thanks a million Alright thank you Switzerland Dock striker Patrick Hoob and Pat what were your views on that game tonight? 
Uh, a lot of positives to take from the game, um, but you know we're bitterly disappointed that you know we didn't get through because it's a target we set ourselves to give ourselves a chance to qualify for the group cha- stages. So um, there's a lot of disappointed heads in there, but there's so many positives you can take out of that tonight. Um, I thought going forward we were fantastic. I think that's the best we've been going forward in a long, long time. I'd say maybe the whole season. Um, but we got done with a few mistakes, and um, it's unlike us. Yeah, when we spoke to Andy Boyle and Vinny Pritter yesterday, they spoke about the importance of maybe not conceding an early away goal for Slovan. They managed to get two in the first kind of half an hour or so. And you're up the other end of the pitch looking at that. What do you think? And then you didn't realise your team needs three or four goals. Yeah, you know, we started so well too. Um, you know, we had them on the back foot and, um, you know, but they just caught us on the counter and just thinking obviously we, we knew we to go score and four to, to go and score four goals but we never stopped in there we never we kept going to the to the last minute and we created a lot of chances to score more goals tonight and obviously me missing the penalty and with 80 minutes to go anything could have happened um to be honest I thought we were the better side tonight but sometimes the result doesn't reflect that what was said at half time given you knew you needed to get four goals not to stop stay going um just not like just don't give up just keep going to the bitter end and um, you know leave no stone unturned and I think um, that's what we did do I think you know we had them pinned back for ages and um, so like I said there's a lot of positives to take for that result now to go on and try and win a league and to win two cups and um, as, as long as we play like that we shouldn't be too far away so Michael Duffy gets one back and then a couple minutes later his shot hits the defender's hand the penalty's awarded you're the penalty taker you step up what are you thinking at that stage because if, if it goes 2-2 it makes things really interesting but fortunately he saved with his legs I'm thinking going down the middle because I've done a lot of video analysis on him and um, he dies quite early but just depends where he dives and uh, here look I just didn't lift it enough did I so then he's a big keeper and I knew his legs were going to be there I just didn't lift it enough and that's just the way it is um, so just have to take it on the chin. But, you know, we still create a lot of chances after that to try keep going, to try and, you know, get something out of the game, I suppose. And uh, here, if my penalty goes in, you know, I, th- I felt that they were going at that stage and it could have been a different story, but just have to take it on the chin. Yeah, you were hit quite a lot of tackles and a couple of times maybe their defenders could have been booked and stuff. It's a level where defenders want to smash you, maybe more in the league where you're bigger and stronger than centre-backs here. You were you were on the end of some, some rough treatment at times in, in both legs. Yeah, you know, but I think that's the best I've played in a long, long time. I felt very good out there tonight, and um, you know, I, from for personally for myself, there's a lot of positives for me to take out of that because I felt that's my best performance in a long, long time. So, you know, yeah, there's there's tougher tackles going in. The tempo is a lot higher, so it's just the way it is. I just I just get on with it, and you know, I kind of relish it to be honest. And just lastly, Finn Harps in the league on Friday. I think the League Cup semi-final might be midweek next week against Bowles because you're out of Europe and you have a seven-point lead in the league with. I think it's 11 or 12 games left to play, a game in hand, and you've also got the FAI Cup to come an away game against Derry, so you've got to pick yourselves up in a big domestic few months ahead with a treble on the line. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's a, there's, um, there's a lot of games coming thick and fast, so we're going to have to make sure we're ready as a squad. Um, you know, if we keep pulling in performances like we did tonight, we shouldn't be too far away. Uh, but, you know, concentration now is fully on Finn Harps um, to try and get three points and, you know, keep the league ticking over, and hopefully, you know, we can retain that. Patrick, thanks for being Cheers, thank you. Yeah, that's the voice of the dock striker Patrick Huben, and before him, his head coach Vinnie Pert speaking to us on the Off the Ball League of Ireland podcast at Tallis Stadium last night after their 3 1 defeat on the night, 4 1 on aggregate to Slovan Bratislava as they exit the UEFA Europa League at the third qualifying round stage. Now, we're still going to hear from John Gill and Sean Gannon in just a minute, but I spotted one of our League of Ireland and Off the Ball pundits, Shane Keegan, in Tallis last night. He was just watching the game, but of course we needed some reaction to it, so I dragged him into like a storage cupboard under Tallis Stadium because it was so loud. The PA system was still on, so you couldn't actually hear us talking so we went inside to some uh, very glamorous makeshift studio 
And here's how we get on. So with our regular League of Ireland pundit Shane Keegan, former Wexford and Galway manager here, we're uh, in the bells of Tallis Stadium after Dundalk's 3-1 defeat tonight and 4-1 in Agra to Slovan Bratislava. So our Dundalk dream is over, Shane, and all the Irish clubs are out of Europe. Yeah, it's a pity. It's a pity because it does, obviously, it gives a, a different kind of element to it um, when the clubs are in it. And I think everybody kind of gets behind them and it's a, it's very, very enjoyable. You'd l- really, really like to have seen kind of one of them go a little bit further. But um, look, they come up against a really good side tonight, that's for sure. Yeah, the match tonight, two down at half time. Slovan kind of sat in at the halfway line, wanted to play in the counter attack. That's where both of their goals came from. And we knew if Dundalk conceded they needed to get three, then they needed four. And it was just an uphill battle from then. Yeah, they were as you said. They were sitting off like the 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 distance between the two banks of four was like minimal, absolutely minimal. It really, really was. The the nine was dropping back in beside the ten, and Shieldsy had to go the other side of the two forwards to try and find any space because they were playing so deep. And then really in that first half, you only had I I just thought you had Shieldsy in the two centre halves, and then you had everybody up kind of in the final third and really Sean Murray was the only one who was playing in between the lines and maybe needed one or two more bodies in there I think like well I don't think there's any think about it uh, I mean anybody the management will have to say that they were a lot more happy with the second half team than the first and they'll probably be kicking themselves a little bit you know having been in their shoes sometimes you make a couple of changes at half time and then the second half goes so much better for you and you but you still end up losing and you're driving home in the car and you're just saying to yourself oh, you know because it was probably a marginal call you know they were thinking do we go with with, with fats or, or do we not and you know you make a marginal call thinking you're making the right decision and then you change it at half time and it's plan b that works out for you and you're thinking what could have been if, if plan b had been plan a but you know, it's easy to find these things out as the game goes along isn't it yeah fats of course is Patrick McLean who came on at half time and made a difference the second goal particularly both goals in the first half disappointing the second goal Andy Boyle and, and Rogers kind of waiting for each other the, the striker gets in just clips it over and once it went to 2-0 no matter what Dundalk did they were never really going to get through yeah and, and like that's a really surprising goal for Dundalk to concede because I thought in the league at the moment they look so sound defensively so so sound um, but that was sloppy sloppy I mean from the moment it left the, 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 the attacking player's foot you can practically hear the whole stand say, deal with it, deal with it, deal with it. You know, there just looked like nobody was, was, was willing to fully deal with it. Um, and they'll be kicking them, they'll definitely be kicking themselves over, over that goal. But look, I think the most important thing is given the current situation in the league, given that they've got a really tough FAI Cup game coming up, they were able to walk off the field with their heads held high. They were applauded off the field. If they'd been really, really poor tonight and, you know, if they were walking off to a half-empty stadium and all that, then you could get leave it with a bad taste in the mouth and that could have a hangover. But as it is, I think they'll still be... Look, they'll be disappointed. Of course, they'll be disappointed to go out. Um, but I think they will still kind of have that confidence about themselves and rightly so home to Dundalk or sorry home to Finn Harps on Friday night it's a decent game to get to come to bounce back from as well I suppose and uh, like it's hard to see a major hangover that'll that'll cause them any problems just the last one on this game for those who weren't here in the second half Dundalk were much better fantastic play by Dane Massey down the left really good skill sets up Duffy used the wet pitch to, to smash the ball in then a couple minutes later win a peno Huben's peno was saved had that gone in it would have been 2-2 on the night and you're going really have a go for now to six minutes injury time at the end you're going it would have made things nervous for the opposition but unfortunately the goal went in the penalty was missed and, and that was chance over yeah yeah absolutely and uh, like I think what was it 77 minutes on the clock when the penalty was taken you know it could have made for a nervous you get another one in the next five minutes and all of a sudden the whole place is, is going mental um, yeah look they, they, look, there's no getting away from it they were so much better in the second half I thought they were so much better on both flanks um, I'd say I kind of commented to the lads sitting around me I, I, I think Fats had given had given Duffy more ball in the first 15 minutes of the first half than he'd got or in the second half than he'd gotten the whole of the first half he was applying him at the end of this ball and, and then he had 
Dane going around the outside and obviously they shuffled it around a little bit down the right as well with Jamie going out there but wandering from there and 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 um Mountainy coming inside which meant Sean was I mean Sean was bombing up and down the right in the second half he was he was really really excellent but no look I think they'll 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 have to be they'll have to be happy with how they equip themselves I think their whole tonight was an example of their whole European campaign which has been that the performances have been a lot better than the results which you know there's pros and cons for that obviously more cons than pros but you look at the results and on paper you're thinking it's been a disappointing campaign the performances have actually been very very good they just haven't you know taken the chances when they've arrived and obviously getting caught with a couple of sloppy goals and just lastly they returned to domestic action they play Finn Harps in the league on Friday they've got a 7 point lead with a game in hand on Rovers they were drawn away to Derry in the FAI Cup they've got balls in the EA Sports Cup semi-final which I think could now be midweek next week due to their exit from Europe so they've got so much more to go there's a domestic treble possibly on for them and they're going to have to pick themselves up and really go again yeah and I think they will I don't think they'll have any issue picking themselves back up at all at all um, like uh, Stephen Bradley was just sitting a couple of seats down for me there tonight I mean the problem that they've got is they could win every game from now to the end of the season Jamie and still finish five points <laughs> behind the league leaders so they could I don't know if there's enough teams in the division capable of taking points off Dundalk to help Rovers close that gap um, and look I'd be I'd be majorly surprised if they don't bounce back with a win on Friday I think the big I think the, the big one is going to be that, that, that Derry game in the FAI Cup I think that's a that's a tasty one Derry are playing well Parkhouse is absolutely on fire um, I would imagine Derry will be looking for a copy of the video from tonight's game and you'd be looking at saying, right, how do we go about sitting, setting up as similarly as, as possible to the way to the way they set up tonight? Because they had it off to a tee the way they went about things. Whether Derry have the same uh, tools at their disposal to try and put in a similar performance, I don't know. But it's definitely a good template to try and play against Dundalk with. Shane, thanks for being safe home. No problem. So with Dundalk first team coach, John Gale. John, your thoughts on that tonight? Disappointing, Jamie. We're bitterly disappointed. We feel we've left it behind us. Um Gave away, unlike us, gave away some poor goals tonight defensively, which is not like us. We've been very, very solid all year, domestically and in Europe. Um, and it was probably the other area, other area of the pitch that we needed to maybe improve on, which I thought we did tonight. I thought offensively we looked more to, more like ourselves, created numerous chances. Their goalkeeper has a worldly, as he did over there. But if you give away cheap goals like that, at this level, probably any level, you're going to be punished. And we paid the price for that. Is that you know an open quality on the opposition point of view in terms of the goals you conceded or mistakes? Because you know even the second goal, Andy Boyle and Gary Rogers, you wouldn't expect players like that to do that. No, I've never seen him do it before. I mean, Boyle is so comfortable usually like that, and Gary. Gary's had a magnificent. Both of them have had a magnificent European campaign. We've been very very solid in Europe, Jamie. The first two games against Riga, well documented. It was a tactical game. The game at home against Carabag, they had a couple of chances, but again we were solid one all. Over there, 15 minutes ago, we're still in the game. Um, last week we were very good defensively as well. Coughed up a couple of chances, but tonight we were just we were just off a bit. And you can't give Christmas presents like that. Um, it's unlike us. But we'll dust ourselves down. We will. Uh, we will come in tomorrow, recover, and saying that we scored a penalty 20 minutes ago, squeaky bum time. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Pat's Pat's were three 0 down against them. I think in 1994, he said that at half time. So, you know. Um, we 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 we'll dust ourselves down. We still we're still in three domestic competitions. Semi final next Monday. We've a massive league game on Friday, and um, we've a cup game next week. So you know we're, it's not all doom and gloom. Still an awful lot to play for. Yeah, because I was going to ask. There was a great debate the weekend about what happened in the Dubs dressing room at halftime. They were losing in the semi final, and what was said. And second half performance was so much better. It was the same tonight. And you know I'm sure you guys had to pick the players up because they knew they needed four goals. Yeah, um, they did, but they rose to the challenge in fairness, and, and I thought the two changes worked as well. Tactically, we, we went to a kind of a, a different shape, and it definitely did work. We, we caused them more problems. I thought we were we had them. Now it's easy to play when you're two, you know, 
if you, when you're down in a game, it's probably easy to play at times. But we, do, we what we did say at that time was let's go out and win the second half and see that see where that takes us. Um, again, I go back to big moments in games. You give away like mistakes we made, give away the goals we gave away, penalty goes in. It's an interesting tide, and you, you, you never know what's going to happen. We saw I was at Daily Mount last Friday. Football's a funny game; it doesn't go in straight lines. We learn a lot from it. We'll dust ourselves down. It's been a really grueling European campaign from the point of view of travelling, but it's, it's been a very enlightening one from the from the point of view of learning. Players will learn. We'll dust ourselves down and try and go, and go on domestically and try and do something really, really special domestically. And John, lastly, on that, there's three trophies to play for a seven-point lead in the league with, I think, 12 or 13 games left and a game in hand. You've got FAI Cup against Derry away. I think the League Cup game of Bowls might be next week in the semi-final. So you've got to get them going again straight away and it's a big squad too to help you. Yeah, listen, it is a big squad and it's a very, it's a, it's a very professional squad. I don't need to be any problem getting this guy and getting, this, getting these guys uh, up, for the, up for the games ahead. Good competition and, and, and we can make changes with it and rotate. We've done that all season. John, thanks for being a missile. Thanks, Jamie. So with Dundalk, Sean Gannon, Sean, what are your overriding feelings after that? What type of words would you use to describe how, how you're all feeling? Uh, obviously disappointment in the dressing room right now. Um, it's, only, it's just after the game, a bit of a strange game. Started really well, you know, created, created a lot of chances. and First goal, probably were a bit stretched, counter-attack, kind of scrambling back and a bit open. And yeah, It's just one of those things where it sets us back a little bit. But um, then... Made life a little bit harder for us, but I thought we still played well on the night. I thought second half, especially, we created a lot of chances. Thought their keeper has pulled off any amount of saves. So uh, it's a bit of a strange game. Obviously disappointing that we're going now. Um, I think we had, a, we had a great chance last week. In the last minute, the keepers pulled off another brilliant save. So um, just wasn't the way for us. When you're in the game and the first, you know, part of the game, you can see that they're sitting off and they're trying to let you guys have the ball at the back. Are you worried about what's behind you? Because they're two goals, two of and the third one probably came for counter-attacks, and you're wa- I'm watching the game, the press box going, I'm worried if some dock lose the ball, that they've got half a pitch to, to race into. Yeah, but that's... You, you can't be... You can't shy away from, from the ball. Do you know what I mean? That's the way we play. We play, we play open football. We like to have it around the back. And, you know, we play as a team, we play open. And I don't think the goals we conceded tonight, I don't think we have a track record of conceding them like really like that. So it's not something that you can... You know, put it down to us being a bit open. I think we've just been done on the counter, and uh, you know, obviously the third goal, we're chasing the game, and sure, you have a lot of players up the pitch. But um, I think I don't think they really ripped us open. Or you know, I think when we were in a good shape, I don't think they kind of. I think we had the majority of the chances, to be honest. Um, they obviously listen. They're good players and they're a good team, so they're going to have chances. But I think I thought we acquitted ourselves well, but much better in the second half, um, coming out. You know, we wanted this. We always believed that we have a chance of getting back in the game. And obviously, Michael was Michael was excellent tonight, and he, you know, he got a great goal, and probably could have had a few more on the night. Yeah, I suppose what, what I kind of meant there was it was a great clip during the week of uh, Man City with Pep Guardiola and how even they were attacking, they were aware that if they did lose the ball, they might have to you know, defend quickly. And I'm not saying knock it on the ball, but that it's, if you're an attacking fullback, are you a little bit worried about going forward in case the move breaks down, getting back? Or is it a case of you know, play your normal game, even though the opposition might be so good on the counter? Yeah, well, I think it's obviously the staff here wants, want us to like, play our brand of football. They want us to be you know, expansive and, and, and get forward. Obviously, we're defenders first and foremost. You're always concerned about conceding, um, but it's, uh, that's part and parcel of playing in this team. You need to, you need to contribute in defence and attack, but um, it's just the way we play. We play open football, and like, obviously at this level, you have to be so concentrated. You, know, you have to be so switched on at all times, because as you see, you know, it's, we're on the attack, and then bang, it's in the back of the net, and it's just one of those things that's happened to us tonight. 
since 2016 when you made the group stages, has there been an up in the quality of the teams you've played or have you felt that it, it has been more difficult in the games to get to where you want to go because there's an expectation on the lock now because you've done so well in recent years to make it to the group stages and we know how difficult, you know how difficult that is. Yeah, it is difficult, but that's where that's the club's ambition. That's what the club wants to do. The club want to qualify for the group stages. You know, there's, that's that's it. It's obviously it is it is hard. It is tough, but it's um, you're obviously going up levels in Europe every year. Obviously, there's an extra qualifying round now as well. So it is it is hard, but um, we need to you know, we need to back ourselves in Europe. We need to, we understand it's difficult. We understand that it's a it it is a task that not hap- doesn't happen every year. Well, you know, if you, if you don't aspire to be too qualifying for group stages, what's the point, you know? And back to league action now, Sean. Finally, you've got a busy few months ahead with the league to go, seven ahead with a game in hand, I think 13 games left. League Cup on Monday against Bowles in a semi-final and a tough FAI Cup game away to Derry, so no chance to feel sorry for yourselves, I'm sure. No, definitely not. Um, we spoke in the dressing room there about being positive going into going into the domestic football. There's a lot of football still to be played, yeah, where we're on top at the moment but um, it's going to be games penciled in all over the shop and you know the lead that we have you know nobody's nobody's resting on, on our laurels like where we need, we need to we need to keep playing well because we're always our good team they're going to be there right till the end so but we need to make sure that come Friday playing against a team who's in a lot you know in really good form and we need to be ready for them Sean thanks for being the best of luck yeah, that's from Dock Defender Sean Gannon and before him the first team coach John Gill you also heard from Shane Keegan Patrick Hooban and Vinnie Perth and I must say as well a huge thanks to everybody at Dundalk the media team and all of the players and staff they've been so good with their time in recent weeks it's been a, such a busy period for them and yes you do expect footballers and football managers to do interviews and stuff but they've taken calls in airports and hotels and buses and you know Vinnie Perth spoke to me last night like after 11pm when he just wanted to get home I'm sure and you know took 10 minutes of his time to, to have a chat so we really appreciate them uh, giving us their time here on the Off the Ball League of Ireland podcast. Low still to play for Ford and Dock as well. They're seven points clear at the top of the SSE or Tracy League Premier Division. They've played 25 matches. Shamrock Rovers have played 26. Of course, it's a 36 game season, so not too long left to go and a big lead for Dundalk they've also got a League Cup semi-final against Bohemians which is going to take place in Oriel Park on Monday of next week and also of course the FAI Cup to go to their way to Derry City and that's still loads to play for Dundalk and it's a shame that Irish interest at least League of Ireland interest is uh, over in Europe of course with Wexford Youth ladies out and also Dundalk but Linfield are still in and best of luck to them in the playoff round as well so uh, that's it for Dundalk on the League of Ireland podcast for this week The best League of Ireland podcast in the business This is Off The Ball.